are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now I want to share with you some things about the kingdom of God. We're in the 11th chapter of Luke, where Jesus is speaking, Luke 12, verse 29, Seek not what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind, for all these things do the nations of the world seek after. And your Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things, but rather seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Now I want you to notice that he said, Seek not the thing that you eat or what you'll drink or what you'll put on. He said, Don't seek the thing. Now see, we're talking about the kingdom of God and how God's kingdom is a design of God to fulfill every need in your life. See, the common mistake that we make and that the church has made is that we've gotten the idea that the kingdom of God's going to come in the pie in the sky. Someday out there, you know, when we all get to heaven, it'll all be wonderful then. But the kingdom of God has already come to the earth. It came on the day of Pentecost. Now, certainly there's going to be another manifestation of the kingdom in the new Jerusalem, and it's going to come down to the earth and set up a literal kingdom on the earth. But this is not the kingdom that Jesus is referring to here. It is a different manifestation of the kingdom. I guess we could say it is part of that same kingdom, but it is a different manifestation of it. I like to say it this way. It's kind of like what Paul said about the earnest of our inheritance. The Holy Spirit is the earnest of our inheritance. God sent the Holy Spirit for earnest. It's like, you know, you go and buy a house and you put down money on it. You call it earnest money. That means to show that you're really sincere about what you've offered and that's earnest money. And it stays there until you redeem that which you've bought or until you close the deal, see. And Paul said the Holy Spirit is the earnest of our inheritance. And I believe this is what the kingdom of God is that came on the day of Pentecost, was set up in the hearts of men, is an earnest of that kingdom that will be manifest in the new Jerusalem that will actually move to the earth and be set up on the earth. See, we talked about the fact that it is the will of God for it to be on earth the same as it is in heaven. That has always been the will of God. God has not changed his will, even though Satan got involved in the earth and Adam bowed his knee to an outlaw spirit and turned the earth lease over to Satan and Satan became what the Apostle Paul called the God of this world. It is still God's will that this earth be like the planet heaven. That's his design. He sent the kingdom here and was set up in the hearts of men, in those that are born again, so that it is an earnest, so to speak, of the kingdom that will be manifest in the end time, after the millennium. But we don't have to wait till then. I have good news for you. We can enter into the provisions of the kingdom now. 
Now, see, there are certain things that you'll never enter into until you get the glorified body. Sometimes people get real close to the truth and have some truth mixed with some things that they teach and then get off into error. And we need to be careful that we don't just, you know, go too far with any truth. When you overemphasize a truth and continually search for new and greater and deeper revelation, you're subject to getting into error. And I'll tell you quite frankly, there's just not that much new under the sun. There is new enlightenment on some old revelation. I mean, there's more insight. The Holy Spirit is continually revealing more illumination on certain subjects. But there is nothing new under the sun. So we need to be careful that we don't carry anything too far. You know, there was a teaching that got started years ago and that we'd already got our glorified body and we wasn't going to die. Well, the guy that started that's already dead. <laughs> like an individual I heard, <laughs> I believe his doctor, Ken Stewart, said there was an individual there in a certain Bible school he was teaching and he had a great deep revelation, he said. And what it was in the Bible where it says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. That what it meant was that when the devil comes to you and says, you're going to be sick. He said, you're supposed to say, so? <laughs> and he comes to you and says, you're going to have a car wreck. And you're supposed to say, so? <laughs> now, that's a revelation, all right. But I don't believe it was from God. <laughs> you wonder about people like that. You wonder when they get up in the morning how they find the floor. <laughs> you think maybe they jump off on the wall and slide down to the floor. No, he simply meant let those that are redeemed say that I am redeemed. <laughs> Thank God. But you see, we need to realize that God's Word has given us revelation and we're continually receiving illumination on that. Now, it's not new. It's been here all these years. And the kingdom of God that came on the day of Pentecost set up in the hearts of men and Jesus said to the disciples in Luke the 17th chapter, verse 20 and 21, He said, Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Now, that's the kingdom that we're referring to here when he said, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things shall be added to you. Now, we need to know that God has commissioned us to seek the kingdom. He is saying, Seek the kingdom. Don't seek the thing. Now, how many times have you seen people seeking the thing instead of the kingdom? That'll produce the thing. Now, it's always better to seek what will produce what you have need of. I mean, it's like giving somebody a fish, you know, for lunch. You've fed them a meal. But if you teach them to fish, you've taught them a way of life. They can get their own meal. It's like someone going, you know, to buy some two-by-fours. Go down to the lumber mills and want some two-by-fours. The guy says, I'll do you one better than that. I'll just give you the whole sawmill. <laughs> That'll produce what you have need of. 
So we need to realize that when he says, don't seek the thing, but seek the kingdom, that'll produce the thing. Now this kingdom, God has sent it to the earth. It dwells on the inside of you as a believer. Now what we're going to deal with and what we're going to talk about in this session is how to apply these things and how to get it to work in your life, in your situation in life. How do you get this down on a practical level? See, one of the problems that I see in some of our teaching in days past is that we have kindly separated the natural from the spiritual and just separated them and said, well, you know, this is all spiritual and it doesn't have anything to do with the natural, but it does have something to do with the natural. The natural always has something to do with the spiritual. Jesus never did separate them. He always reached out here with one hand and got natural things and natural laws and got the Word of God and brought them together and showed you by natural means how the spiritual laws worked because that's the way they work. I believe it's Genesis, the eighth chapter. God said to Noah when he came out of the ark, he said, as long as the earth remaineth, there will be seed time and harvest, day and night, cold and heat, and it shall never cease. Now, this is God's method, seed time and harvest. You plant a seed and you reap a harvest. Now, the kingdom of God is like unto Saul or to the heart of a man. We'll get into that just a little further on. But there must be seeds to sow. You have to sow seeds in the kingdom of God to produce what you have need of. Now, let's read here. We're in the 12th chapter. Verse 16, he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plenteously. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, because I have no room where to bestow my fruits? He said, This will I do. I'll pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruit and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for thee for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. And God said, Thou fool, this night shall thy soul be required of thee. See, here's a man that says, I'm not going to give that which I've been blessed with. I'm just going to keep it all. I'm not going to share it. I'm going to build bigger barns. And God said, Thou fool, this night shall thy soul be required of thee. Now, we've gotten the idea that the man died. I don't believe that's even involved here. See, the soul of man is composed of his will, his mind, and emotion. I believe what happened to this individual, he went crazy over his money. He lost his ability to exercise his will. He was probably committed to an institution. Then whose riches was this that he had hoarded up, didn't get to benefit any from it. Now, Jesus is not telling us we should not have riches or seek to acquire things, especially things that he's already given us. He's showing you that this man did not follow the word of God. He didn't give. He was holding it up. He had wrong motives. In fact, he was a wicked rich man. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. I trust you've been blessed if we've taught about the gospel of the kingdom. All of this week we have CD offer number 7230. It's two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19.
It's the very audio that you've heard right here on the broadcast and we'll be hearing for two weeks. You heard it last week and we're continuing on the same subject, the gospel of the kingdom. This was done in a live seminar. It was segmented and put on radio. Now, I know many of you have missed parts of the broadcast and uh, you wonder about uh, what was said the days you didn't hear it. Well, these are available. Now, in this series, we talk about what God calls good news. And you know what God calls good news, some people call bad news. I'm amazed that you hear people say, well, you know, I don't understand why these prosperity people quote what Paul said in Corinthians. You know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be made rich. One fellow said of that, he said, you know, he said that has nothing to do with finances. It's talking about spiritually. Now, you know, a 12-year-old boy that could read would know better than that. If you read the two chapters there, 8 and 9 of Second Corinthians, you'll find out he's not talking about spiritual things. He's talking about finances, money, M-O-N-E-Y. But you see, he did make us rich spiritually. But uh, this is the good news, that he suffered poverty for us, that we might not have to suffer it. In other words, he came here and lived the way man lives, and that's poverty-stricken as far as God's concerned. That's number 7230. I'd like to preach the whole thing, but I better not. 7230. It's two CDs for $15, plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. It's entitled, The Gospel of the Kingdom. We have a toll-free order line. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.